0: Previously on Into the Archives with Peter Fleming. We were broadcasting every weekend from the Saturday Asylum. We also had a cast of lovable lunatic characters that haunted the asylum. The Globby Gabbler, a bizarre gelatinous creature that hobbled round the studio, growling, chuckling, and occasionally spraying custard from the top of his head. Never really found out who it was. Uh, discovered him carrying in a prop store in costume one day, but... Uh, now I'm starting to wonder if it was really a person at all. Six months in, he caused a riot in the canteen. We had to set him free. Cantered away, vanished into White City Tube Station, and uh, never seen again. Uh, some of my colleagues said they could hear him in the tunnels for years afterwards, but I don't see how he could have survived down there. guess he was just eating his own custard. I'm sad. Yeah. Oh my God. No, it can't be. No. No, oh my God, no! Currently on Into the Archives with Peter Fleming, I'm Peter Fleming. And this is Into the Archives with Peter Fleming. Into the Archives with Peter Fleming. A quest for the lost children's television classics of Peter Fleming. Presented by me, Peter Fleming. And. Uh, yes. Yeah. This week, a uh, year. Christmas Underground. Mm. Hello, my friends. Peter Fleming here. Good to be back with you after such a long time. A whole Christmas ago we last spoke. (laughs) Fortunately, we've surprisingly little to catch up on, being as I have for the last 12 months, languishing approximately 4,000 miles beneath London. Never much good at judging distance, to tell you the truth. I've taken up lodgings somewhere along the Northern Line, I think... And, as you may have gathered, I'm joined today by a slightly longer-term resident, my new co-presenter, all the way from the asylum itself, the Globby Gabbler! (laughs) Absolutely. I know things seemed a little tense when we left you last Christmas, but after a few days trying to flee Globby's clutches, I finally realised who he was and embraced him heartily. I certainly didn't run out of breath and submit in fear, after mistaking the light at the end of a tunnel for the looming spectre of death, when in fact it was almost certainly a normal platform, providing a very easy and immediate mode of escape, meaning I, I wouldn't have spent the, the last year here. And now, like a bewildered tourist who's just consulted Harry Beck's tube map, Into the Archives has gained a new sense of direction, Last Christmas, you'll remember I found a record of fans and collectors who contacted the BBC over the years, asking for viewing copies of my programmes. Well, I have decided I am going to track them all down, in the hope that the Beeb may have replied to some of them with a rare, yes, of course, we won't burn these priceless cultural artefacts after all. (laughs) Of course, uh, not sure how I'll ever get to them from down here... And even if I could get out, Lord knows how I'd reach them now. My little balloon spent the last year rotting in a tree. But it just so happens I'm in the presence of a collector this very moment. You see, old Globby here, after his uh, uh, banishment, uh, has continued to return to the surface ever since, stocking up on food, eating stray animals if he's desperate, and even burrowing his way into the VT and telecine department at BBC Television Centre. He picked up numerous odds and ends, including, best of all, the 1975 public information film I produced starring him. A Bakerloo Christmas, and today's the day we'll finally be sitting down to watch. You see, uh, in spite of our cohabiting, he hasn't actually shown it me yet. Bless him, I I think he worried I'd just watch the film and scarper, but uh, trust has finally been established. I couldn't leave even if I wanted to, or or rather, I I I wouldn't want to leave even if I could. (laughs) Oh, what's this? Ah, loosening my manacles, are we, Globby? Ah, <laughs> oh, no, he's tightening them again. Ah, lovely, yes. <laughs> yes, you know, it feels just like the Christmases of my youth, my friends. Uh, feelings of loneliness, cold and entrapment are washing over me as I find myself wondering whatever did happen to my family. <laughs> Why did I ever leave them? Ah. Uh, but that's not the only nostalgia to enjoy today. In keeping with our setting, I'll be looking at the two more broadly. So while Globby slinks off to prepare our sumptuous Christmas dinner and my long-awaited present, uh, let's cast our minds back through the years and through the tunnels. This is... Peter Remembers <sighs> Public transport always seemed to me a magical thing. Like the BBC, like the NHS, like all of our great institutions, it's something that brings all of us together. Just think, a random collection of people from all walks of life, flung together in a little carriage, for just a moment, all of us the same, all of us equal. Except of course those who look down on us because they can afford a car. In this modern world of ours, you know, it seems everything comes down to money. And when I look back to past decades, what I yearn for most are those big public institutions run for the public good. Or the deep state, as I believe they're now affectionately known. I used to spend many happy mornings hopping on the 73 bus or hurtling around the circle line, just for fun, looking around, watching the passengers taking in their lives, something that today might provoke fear or even violence, but back then would do very much the same. I was absolutely mad about it, you know. Any new network or mode of transport, you could bet old Fleming would be there. In fact, I was a passenger on both the maiden and farewell voyages of the short-lived Thames submarine service in 1976. I mean, when I say short-lived, it was the same voyage. Complete disaster. I think I was the only one who didn't get the bends, actually. Which made me very useful at all the inquests. So naturally, I wanted to make programs that captured that sense of community and adventure. And that was what led to 1968's Lives of the Underground. Originally, I'd envisaged a love letter to the old London trams I rode as a boy. Trams were still common in plenty of regions around the country. I thought it could bring us together on a national scale. But the sixth floor pointed out it'd probably be confusing to anyone who lived outside those regions. So we followed standard practice and made something about living in London instead, much clearer for everybody. Fortunately, I could remember from my youth all the colourful characters rocketing along the tube with me, and they all made it in. The failed businessman whose empty briefcase kept falling open and making him cry with shame. The mumbling old lady knitting a new family for herself. She was real too, as real as the new family wasn't. In fact, the only character who wasn't a direct lift from my own experience was the old man who got on every episode and released a cage of pigeons into the carriage. Because <laughs> they were actually ferrets in real life. Yes, there's a lot to be said about in my programmes, and that's before we even look at mine and old Globby's contribution... Ah, ah here he is, and... Uh, Joey, uh, no, he's, he's about to say something. Uh, over the years, he's developed the power of language, my friends. It's remarkable. Now, now, let's listen in. See what he, see what he has to say.
1: Mind the gap.
0: Eh? Uh, yes. Well, that's pretty much all he's picked up, really. Uh, But I've realised over the last year, he gives different inflections for different meanings. Uh, Much as the Inuit people have hundreds of words to describe snow, Globby has just three with which to communicate the whole of human experience and abstract thought. So the exact opposite of them, really. Uh, Ah, Ah, I understand now, my friends. He's saying our Christmas dinner is ready. What's in store, eh, Globby? Uh, Ah, yes. uh, Room-temperature fish fingers and two semi-boiled eggs. I should have guessed from the the last few hundred days. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, my friends, as Globby plates up and we enjoy our food, why don't you sit back and enjoy this commercial message? The Peter Fleming Sleigh Ride a new tube line open for the season. A spellbinding trip beneath London awaits anyone willing to creep into the tunnels past midnight. It's perfectly safe. Globby will be Rudolph to Peter's Father Christmas, hauling us through the tunnels at speeds of up to one mile an hour, or faster if the night tube catches up with us. It really is perfectly safe. Purchase your ticket for just £200 and we'll finally have sufficient demand for our first trip. The carriage isn't made of eggshells. For more information, come on down and find me. Please, please, come down and find me. Warning, passengers book a place at their own risk. If Peter uses user distraction to escape the clutches of Globby and you get eaten, that's your fault and not his. Book now. <laughs> yes, yeah, ju- just a little project I've been working on. Uh, building it up piece by piece. Uh, Globby has set the whole thing up on the tracks, you know, and he says it looks ship-shape. I I think. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he's saying. Well, we've just had a lovely Christmas dinner, my friends, probably much like your traditional family ones at home. Fine food, absolutely fine. Globby forced me to pull a cracker he'd made from a mouse he found. And we've had a healthy disagreement on the virtues of immigration. And now, as we wait for our pudding, I thought we might begin a brand new feature. In Points of View. A dereliction of Fingers duty. Points, Points of View. Or Points you of View. You my life! Well, regular listeners will recall I recovered a file of audience feedback last Christmas, going all the way back to the 60s. And I may be terrible at judging depth and distance, but my internal body clock is excellent, which is how I know we're currently marking 100 years of your BBC. And how better to celebrate than by hearing what it's meant to you. My the gap. Oh, uh, oh he's, he's offering me wine. Uh, uh, mind the gap, mind the gap. My the gap. He secretes it himself. Rather potent stuff. Uh, so, let's have a look. I have a small selection here regarding lives of the underground, as a matter of fact. Uh, Mrs Winsome in South Kensington wrote... Appalling that you would show someone brandishing knitting needles on a fast-moving train. Have some sense, you thoughtless people. Oh, dear. Uh, P.S. My children will never watch again. Oh, oh, that's a shame. Uh, P.P.S. Oh, I never read a P.P.S. Just plan before you write. It's not that difficult, is it? Uh, Let's try another one. Mrs. Pumblechook in Lancashire writes, How am I supposed to explain these underground trains to my children? You should have made something about trams instead. My children will never watch again. See, didn't I tell them? Didn't I tell them on the sixth floor? Uh, Er, what's here? Mr Potter wrote in from London Transport, saying, How dare you use our tunnels and trains without permission? Our solicitors will be in touch. Oh, yes, I remember that. We did forget to ask. (laughs) rather hot water, actually. But I like to think we more than made up for it with our little Christmas film, didn't we, Globby? And I've just found a bit of feedback for that, too. This came in from Mr. Smattering in Cockfosters. My children are far less safe having watched your ridiculous film about the tube this Christmas. Now I'll have to drive them around just to keep them away from the squalid lowlives who ride the bus. And what is that annoying, hideous creature doing... Mm -hmm. Mm Ah, yes, oh dear, yes, I I forgot. Globby doesn't take criticism very well. Mind the gap. Uh, I was just saying how marvellously you take criticism, Globby, marvellously. Mind the gap. Yes, yes, mind the gap. Uh, you know, Globby, the, the best way to put paid to the naysayers might be for us to finally watch it. Eh? We know how good it was, but, but we should show the listeners. Oh, yeah. uh, yes. It, uh... My goodness, could this be it, my friends? After all this time, I, I might finally be about to see one of my programmes again. I, I can't believe it. it's all been worth it. This whole year... It, it, Oh, no, he, he's just getting us some dessert from the, the cupboard. Uh, cold apple pie and a spurt of your custard again, is it, Globby? <coughs> uh, jolly good. Uh, no, no film for now, then? Um, you go? Go. Th- what? Oh. oh, what's this? Uh, a Christmas present, Globby? Oh. Oh, well, well uh, let's open it up, my friends. It's all wrapped up in in brown paper, sealed with... Uh, a ah, dried, dried smear of custard. Yes, but, uh, but it's round. Uh, uh, a reel. This must be a, a Bakerloo Christmas. It's it easy. It, uh, uh, oh, oh, he, he, it's a tape, reel. Uh, or audio only. Uh, no, no film. Uh, I, I thought you said you had the full film globby. Mind the gap. You said, mind the gap. Mind the gap. Oh, oh, mind the gap. Oh, well, I misunderstood, my friends. Oh. Oh, well, in any case, uh, it's something I've not heard for decades. Uh, What what a gift. What a a justification for for staying down here without trying to escape. Uh, So, uh, pull up a chair if you're not already manacled to one, and let's all dive instead into the Audio Archive. Audio Archive. Uh, Well, the... uh, the tape recorder is, is set up now. Uh, we, we've got our apple pie at the ready. And, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, there's the custard. And a none for me, thank you, Globby. <laughs> uh, well, my friends, uh, after all this time, let's have a listen as Globby and I show you how to enjoy a Bakerloo Christmas. <laughs>
1: We're taking the Bakerloo line today. Are you doing your Christmas shopping, everyone? Yes. Where are you going? Oxford Oxford. Circus. What a good idea. But who's this? Oh, hello, Globby. Have you been on the tube before? How exciting. And where are you going to do your shopping? Elephant and Castle. That's right at the very end. There are some golden rules for traveling on the tube to keep everyone safe. Would you like to hear them? Mm. Well, I'll tell you all the same. There are lots of people to pick up, so sometimes the train takes a while to arrive. But there's no need to get cross. Mm. I said, don't get cross. Ah, here it is. It's important to let people off the train first, so they hey. can hey. hey. Don't push to get to a seat. You might hurt someone. Or yourself. Hey. But probably someone else, if you're that big. We're off on our journey, and here comes the train guard. He's a nice man who checks everyone is going to the right place. Where are you off to, Globby? Remember to be polite and speak clearly. Elephants and Castle, now where's your ticket? Where's your ticket, Globby? Isn't it in your pocket? Oh, of course, you haven't got any. It must be tucked into one of the oozing crevices in your flesh. Yes, it'd be unrecognisable now. Never mind. Let's call it five pence. Make sure you pay the correct amount in coins... Don't try paying in custard. Steady on, Globby. Don't spray the guard in custard when he displeases you. It's important to apologize when you... No, don't rush to the driver's cabin. Don't try wrestling control from the driver. Don't spray the driver's face to cut off his oxygen supply. And above all, you mustn't steal the train and drive it at a hundred miles per hour. What about all the other passengers? That's right. Let them off first. Oxford Circus. That's lucky. Now let the driver off too, so he can go to hospital. Thank you, Cloppy. Good boy. Follow these rules and we'll all have a safe journey on the underground this Christmas. Now, Globby, why not treat yourself to some custard? You've earned it. Mmm, <laughs> mm, yum yum. Well, off we go, Globby. Next stop, Piccadilly, di- uh, Elephant and Castle. Happy Christmas to you from everyone at London Transport.
0: Well, you know my friends, I may have been a little disappointed to have no pictures, but that's really raised my spirits, you know. What a what a treat to hear. <laughs> Not the most dignified ending though, was it? Still, look how far we've come now, globby, eh? Uh, yes. Yes, yeah. Uh, hearing that really was worth the last year of them. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that was a, a lovely dessert and a, a wonderful present. Uh, and now, if I've remembered our routine, it's time for my daily walk. Uh, thank you, Globby. Yes, yes we'll, uh, we'll get up and... Uh, oh, what's this, Globby? A Christmas card as well, is it? Oh, so, some letters. Addressed to me. at A BBC Television Centre... You've been on one of your trips in the night again, have you? Mind the gap. Mind the gap indeed. My, my, my. So you've been writing in all along, my friends. I had wondered. Where's he off? Ah, I see. It's globby's going to get on with the washing up. Funny, he normally watches me like a hawk. Pepsy finally trusts me. Well, uh, while Globby washes up and I have my stroll round the quarters, uh, let's read your Christmas correspondence in... Messages from Beyond This first one is from Brendan in Sheffield, who who writes... Regarding the Doctor Who print you recovered in the Blue Peter Garden... uh, Ah, yes, the the, the old uh, Dalek print, was it? Yes. What price would you consider reasonable... I can offer £3,000. <laughs> a bit steep, isn't it? Surely it must be cheaper to get hold of it on VHS, Brendan. I, I wouldn't want to put you out of pocket. <laughs> uh, next, Helen in Salford writes, I would gladly exchange my car, house or a small relative for your missing Dalek print. It's missing. I've had a missing episode of Doctor. Oh, my, I suppose it makes sense. I hadn't had a chance to check my field guide. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Doctor Who fans, if you're listening to this, if you want it, I'm after copies of my programmes, not yours. Why don't you get digging for mine, and we'll see if we can sort out an exchange, eh? (laughs) Well, 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 how very exciting. I mean, I I can't pretend it's anywhere near as valuable as my work, but uh, there you go. And lastly, this one... Gemma and Roger. It is, it's from Gemma and Roger in Chichester. Oh, no, they're not in Chichester any more. Yes, they've moved into my old windmill. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, what a lovely photograph. It's not looking bad, that place, is it? Uh, What do they say? Uh, Dear Peter, greetings from the newly rechristened Marrow Mill. (laughs) We have had a... A very happy first year here. We hope you approve of how we've been restoring the place. (laughs) Once your travels begin again, you would be very welcome to visit if you ever need a rest. Oh, Oh, if only, Gemma. Uh, She goes on, uh, We know that Christmas will be here soon, so we've prepared a little present for you. A surprise. Prize awaits you in Richmond Park, courtesy of a friend of ours. Richmond Park, am I ever get to help you on your way? The enclosed might come in useful. Oh. Oh, what's this? Little blue card, oyster, transport for London. Oh, oh! This must be some sort of ticket. Uh. One way to find out, I suppose. Where's old Globby got to? Still washing up. I I think this is our chance, my friends. Uh, Just fetch this little tape reel and... uh, Where are my things? Uh, Ah, yes, still there in my little box. Uh, Paperwork trinkets. Uh, Yes, that little film can of mine. (laughs) Daleks, eh? (laughs) Well, my friends, that's all the time I think we need to spend down here belongings together, oyster card at the ready, and off we go! Hey? Oh,
1: Christ! Ah, 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 ah.
0: Oh, oh, heavens! Oh, heavens! How do I get out, my friends? How do I... Ah, ah way out! That'll be it, yeah, up the stairs, and... Ah! This is it, it's the old platform! He's catching up, my friends! Oh, my God! There it is, on the tracks! The Peter Fleming sleigh ride, ready to go! Here we go, my friends, let's make our escape! Geronimo! Oh, oh. oh I knew we should have washed out these eggshells. Oh no, yeah. here he comes! He's half blind with rage, I can tell. Oh, oh Globby, watch your balance, you're on the platform edge, Globby! Mind the crowd. Oh, He's fallen off the platform, my friends. Oh. Oh, he's in terrible pain. Which means he won't bother us anymore. Come along! <laughs> It's no good, my friends. I've been running for hours. And... Oh my god. There's a light at the end of this tunnel, my friends. I can't believe it. After all this, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. This is the end of Peter Fleming. Oh, hang on. It's a tube station. Come along. I'm out of the tunnel, my friends. I'm out. Uh, 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 excuse me, could, could somebody help me out please? Uh, anyone? Would anyone... Hello? I'm down... I'm down here. Don't pretend you can't see me. Oh, forget it. I'm on the platform, my friends. Uh, there we are. Now, uh, where am I? Ah, embankment. Well... Thank goodness for that, eh? Now, let's see. Richmond Park. Oh, the tube map's a little busier these days. Oh, yes, yeah, nice and easy, though. Change over to District, go up these steps, and then straight to Richmond. <laughs> well, that's marvellous. Oh, where's this fun heading, eh? Mind the gap.
1: Ah!
0: Mind the Ah. Here we are, my friends, district line platform. (laughs) And here's our train right on cue. (laughs) Ah. Oh, well, here we are, my friends. Now, this is travelling in style. And look at all these people, all these lives, all these different journeys being made. I wonder if I should have a look at them all, engage them in conversation. No, No, that never goes well. I hope everybody here knows just what an adventure they're on. Well, they didn't, my friends. Uh, Got rather frightened and aggressive towards me. Still, here we are, Richmond Station. And now, up we go. And then, just a bus ride to the park. (laughs) We'll see what Gemma and Roger have prepared, eh? Gosh, I can... Hardly believe I'm about to see the light of day again. Ticket barrier's just here, so I suppose I pop this little oyster card into the slot and... uh, Oh, dear, no, something's not right there. Uh, Excuse me, uh, how do you... uh...
1: you got to tap it, mate.
0: Ah, uh, thank you. Uh, Much obliged. Are you all right, mate? Oh, oh, yes, don't you worry. I have every right to be here. Uh, uh, Desvidenia.
1: Oh. Didn't realise you were an oligarch. Uh,
0: Yes. (laughs) Oh.
1: Now get out of my station. Oh,
0: well, hurry! What did the oligarchs do while I was down there, my friend?
1: You heard me. Get out.
0: You don't understand. That was Russian for I'm loyal to Her Majesty. You swine. What did I say? I love her. I love her. Get out. Get out of <laughs> all it. All right, all right. Hey, hang on. I've just had a thought. Uh, excuse me, sir. Has the BBC just celebrated its centenary? Yes. Tell me, was it good?
1: There were some fitting tributes on the telly and especially on the radio, but largely the whole thing was bloodless and reeked with institutional shame at the damage senior management has inflicted on the corporation over the last 30 years. Now, get out!
0: Oh, Oh, blimey, that's a shame. Oh oh but never mind my friends. Right on time. the 65 bus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richmond Park, please. Oh. Uh, Des uh, thank you. Thank you driver. Well, here we are, my friends, Richmond Park. I've got Gemma's letter here, and I I found a little PS at the bottom. Uh, Once you're at the park, find the wizened old crone. She's a friend of Roger's mother's and will take you to your surprise. PPS, oh, that probably doesn't matter. Wizened old crone, eh? Ah, that must be her just here. Excuse me. Are you the wizened old crone? Pardon? Are you Fleming? Ah, no, this is her, just next to her. Uh, sorry, madam. I didn't mean to offend. Uh, yes, I'm Fleming. This way. Oh, I'm going this way, my friends. I know what it is.
1: Through here.
0: Ah, other side of the trees, eh? Suspense is killing me, my friends. I wish it was the bloody suspense killing me. What's that? There you go. Oh. My God. It's a balloon. My, my balloon, my friends. It, it should be a wreck, but it's as good as new. How How, how did they do it? It's in your letter, they said. No, they, they don't mention it. No, not even in the P.S. What about the P.P.S? Why well, never read the P.P.S. The P.P.S. My word, we have managed to track down your balloon and hired someone to repair it. The mechanism should be good as new. Why not pay us a visit when you've found one of your (laughs) programmes? Oh, my dear friends, what a good idea. Something for me to look forward to. (laughs) Oh, what a wonderful present. It's not my first Christmas you've saved, Gemma. (laughs) Oh, well, my friends, it just goes to show, always read the PPS. You know, I've always sworn by them, I don't mind telling you. Well, well th- thank you, Mrs. Uh, uh, Crone. Uh, if that's all, I, I, I suppose I'd better be on my way. Do you have my medicine? Er, uh, no. But they said you... Those bastards. It's always... Let to I am sort of misunderstanding, I think, there. Yeah? Anyway, let's get started. Into the basket... Oh! Yeah, everything quite matters, getting in and out. Oh, Gemma and Roger, you lifesavers! Chocks away, my friends, chocks away! Ha-ha! <laughs> My friends, we're on the ascent now and I wash it. On oh, oh, Gemma's letter. Uh, oh my word, a PPPS. Never even seen one of these before. Better read it, I suppose. As thanks to the old crone, please find in clothes some medicine that she desperately needs. Oh corks. Oh yes, actually there. There's a little bottle of pills in here. What shall I do? We're not too far up, but... Oh, my goodness! I can still see it! Hey! Hey, you down there! Old Crone! Thank you for your help! Ah, no, I've knocked her unconscious. Still, still, it's the thought that counts, isn't it, my friends? (laughs) Ha, ha! Merry Christmas, old crone! God bless us, everyone!
1: Ha ha! ha ha! Well,
0: that's about all we've got time for on into the archives this year, my friends. The search has begun anew, and I'm free, free at last. Shame about Glob eh? I do hope he's all right down there, poor fellow. I suppose he only wanted a friend. But I'll, I'll see him again, I'm sure, if I ever vivid enough nightmare. Oh, but that it is good to be airborne again. Of course the air's a lot thinner than I've been used to the past year, but I... I'm sure I can avoid fainting in the next 60 seconds. Well, I've got a lot to get through on this list of film collectors, so join me again next year as I try to track down Gordon Stimper, uh, Graham Sturgis. Well, where's he? Getting all fuzzy. We'll sort that out later, I think. Until then, my friends... uh, Keep up the search, keep in touch, and stay tuned. And it just leaves me to wish you a very happy Christmas. Into the Archives was presented by Peter Fleming. His archivist and producer of the program is Tom Burgess. Music and sound were found in A Skip in Maida Vale by Peter Fleming, just in time actually, and remastered by Tom Burgess. A Bakerloo Christmas was written, produced, and directed by Peter Fleming, and The Globby Gabbler was produced by The Darkest Forces of Hell. The clip was used with the kind permission of Victoria Line and remastered by Tom Burgess. Special thanks to Andy Barr, Anne Burgess and Kath Hughes. Doctor Who, The Web of Fear was written by Mervyn Hazeman and Henry Lincoln. The Daleks were created by Terry Nation. This programme was a Peter Fleming Christmas production for London Transport. They don't have to thank me.